What is up, everybody? Welcome to the first ever Dudes Who Bet Sports. So you want to bet sports, but you need some advice on how to cash in big at a heck of a price. Well, if you want enough money to line your shorts, then you're in the right place. This is Dudes Who Bet Sports. Dudes Who Bet Sports. It's your favorite show. Dudes Who Bet Sports. Where degenerates go. Dudes Who Bet Sports. Time to change your approach with Aaron Holderman and his father, the coach. Let's ride. Well, the Associated Press is full of shit. What is up, everybody? Welcome back to the Dudes Who Bet Sports Show. We're talking Preakness. We have to talk Preakness, of course. (laughs) It was a very exciting race yesterday. You're back from a wedding. You survived the wedding, and now you're back on the show, and that's great. That's what we want to see. Yeah. You had to have a hell of a day yesterday. You you had everything on the guide. (laughs) Every race, you were nailing them. Well, I got five out of 10, and I don't count that Arabian one. So five out of nine. <laughs> That's fair. <laughs> yeah, I just, that one, I just, well, I got second in that one. But, uh, you know, I almost picked that other horse, but I didn't want to write all that out. But anyway, <laughs> this name there. But that's, yeah. I, I'd like to get on to Jared just a little bit for adding that to the to the deal. You didn't like the Arabian race? No, we should add the Black Eyed Susan on there instead of that. Yeah, you know, we kind of thought about that too afterwards. So, yeah. yeah, that probably would have been better. Yeah, Vicky was on the live stream. She was really bragging on you the other day. So congratulations for sure. It was great. And what was your favorite? I know, uh, I know you you kind of your day was broken up, but you saw all the, what was your favorite uh race of the whole card? Like no question. Uh uh D Wayne. Yeah, Ethereal Road. Yeah, let's start off with that. Yeah, let's do it. Uh because we both talked about it just a second ago. Mm-hmm. This horse is getting better. He really is. Mm-hmm. And he, he ran him out of race. He can win. And and we know how Dwayne is. <laughs> you know. Right. He needs to be down the road, in my opinion, the Pennsylvania Derby, the Ohio Derby, the Iowa Derby. Yeah. The Oklahoma Derby, maybe down. Yeah, there. he's that type of horse. Yeah. Yeah. He can he can compete in those. Uh, of course, I I don't blame him for taking to the to the Belmont. Why the heck not? If the horse is healthy, you just as well send him. Yep. And then, and then, you know, kind of let him rest a little bit, and then he'll probably take him to Saratoga and waste his time up there. Probably. <laughs> I don't know. He ran extremely well. Yeah, he did. Uh, and, and looked good, but he was in a hundred thousand dollar race, and that's about his speed. And, and you know, there's nothing wrong with that. Uh, but anyway, I enjoyed that one a lot. Um, I thought. Uh, Caratari, I think. It's, I yeah, yeah. This looks pretty good. Is that sprinter on the turf? Yep. Uh, wow. Yeah. yeah. I she thought they were going to catch her there, but yeah, he, there he is. Yeah, he, he, uh, he kicked it on for sure. He did. Yeah. He did. And my big one of the day was Joe. Yeah, that was fun. For me. That one came through for me. I, I like that one. And then I, I really kicked you guys on the set piece, beating uh, a tone. Yep. And I want you to know, for all you guys out there, I handicapped this without the odds. <laughs> I did. And uh, and then the odds came out after I had already handicapped it. So I went back again. And I'm doing pretty good on these things. I, I was pretty dead on with the odds and everything. Hey, I want everybody to know, I've told him, stop looking at these odds. He's, yeah. a, he's a guy that will see an odd and he, he, he likes a horse. And it's like, oh, it's 12 to 1 morning line. He can't be that good. Don't do that. I've already told you that. 
I know. Yeah. And I was doing good. And uh, but the odds, I, you know, I was hitting most of them that were favored. Yeah. And I know how to read a form. Yes. I can read a form with I don't get into a lot of the stuff that a lot of you guys do. Yeah. Cause I get too confused and I and I'm getting old and sometimes I kind of forget to look at well, no, but what I described you as on Bleaker's office, I said you're the you're the basic handicapper. You just here's the form, give me the form. I don't care if it's a claimer at Will Rogers or the or the yeah. freakness. Give me the damn form. I'll read the form and tell you what things. No, I can do that. I I can do that. I don't I don't yeah. study pace. I don't get into all that shit because that just bothers. That just boggles up my mind. Yeah, and right. I get bogged down, and you know this. I have rabbit ears, and I hear people talking around me, and 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 I'm better off if I just don't do that. I don't know Sandy and I went uh, the other day. Well, it's back in April, and uh, there was a horse that was ten to one. It was a maiden race, uh, and it was ten to one, and he'd finished second in his last race. Mm-hmm. And the favorite was like seven to five, and there was no reason for that horse to be seven to five. Mm-hmm. And I, and of course, it was a moquette horse, and, and they're beautiful. He, his, his groomers are just, you know, oh, yeah. his horses just come to this paddock. Just they look like million dollar horses, and they're ten thousand dollar claimers a lot of times, but they're beautiful. He, they just do a great job. He looked really good. He had run well at Sam Houston, I think, and it was in a maiden ten to one. And I thought to myself, why don't we throw some money on this horse? Because there's nothing in there that's any better than him, I didn't think. And right. by golly, he won. And see, I didn't listen to anybody. I just kind of thought there was a chance. And I've listened to you guys enough, especially you. And you're, you've taught me that don't bet on that seven to five favorite in a maiden race. Yeah. Unless you're yeah. sure. Right. So I said, I'll take a chance on that one. And and, and we bet it and, and won. Anyway. Uh, yeah, listen I'm to yourself, little... trust yourself, don't listen to anybody else. Yeah, unless you know they know yeah. what you're talking about. Exactly. <laughs> <laughs> well, you know, and with horse racing, we've all got different opinions on any, everything anyway, as Twitter has taught us very well. Yes, and uh, so anyhow, uh, yeah, I had a, it was a, it was a, it was a good day, and uh, I can do fairly well on these. These I, I usually do okay in the guide. Yeah. So absolutely. Anyway, absolutely. It, you know, here was a time, and again, I had to go to a wedding yesterday and we had to leave about because uh, Sandy baked the cake for this wedding. We had to get this cake. Right. So you had to show up early. We had to get there early. And yeah. it was out in the freaking boondocks. I'm telling you, windy dirt roads. My car looks like I've been <laughs> at a um, what do you call those kind of races where you're in the mud? whatever, you know, those truck races in the mud or whatever they are. Yeah. I got mud all over the car. We had to drive real slow because I was afraid that cake was going to yeah, fall. Over. Right. And anyway, we got it there. And so I missed a lot of this <laughs> and uh, had to go back and watch it today. So, and we had no internet. So I, I couldn't, I couldn't get anything. I didn't know till we left about eight o'clock or eight fifteen, whatever it was. I had no idea what was going on in the world. So yeah, <laughs> just, just to let everybody know, he texted me at eight fifteen. He said, "Who won a damn race?" <laughs> he just well, got the internet back from his phone. <laughs> I actually sent that. I actually sent that text at six, but <laughs> I didn't get outside of this yeah. place until like eight fifteen. Well, I'm sitting down there watching a hockey game and I come in. I was like, "You kidding me? This guy doesn't know who won. He hit every damn race leading up to this. He doesn't even know who won the Preakness." So yeah. It was oh, I tell you what. But anyway, <laughs> all right. Um, 
just real quick. Uh, yes, uh, Michael Myers said he's hoping for Epicenter in the Belmont. That's not going to happen. Epicenter is not going to the Belmont, and neither is early voting. So um, just kind of get that out there for everybody that's wondering. Uh, so here's what we're going to do. Uh, we did this for the Derby. A lot of people loved it. Got a lot of comments saying, hey, thanks for showing this replay, kind of giving your thoughts. So we're just kind of go through. I've got the, uh, if you're watching now, I've got the, the uh, replay up of the Preakness. And we're going to go through and just kind of watch it four times. And we're going to focus on the top four finishers of the race and just kind of give our thoughts on the trip, how they ran, stuff like that as kind of a recap here. Um, and I don't know. I thought we had a really good time. I'll pause it when we get to certain points. If you want me to pause it, Papa dude, just tell me and I will. Um, and we'll just kind of, yeah, we'll just kind of take a, take a look at this and, and have a little fun as we kind of recap this thing. I, I will as before you start, uh, huh? Chris here does make a, 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 a valid point. Mm-hmm. Uh, when he says Ricardo would have been more aggressive, I think that's true. <laughs> As we watch this, we'll kind of talk about that. That's yeah, I see that now from Chris. I'm sorry I hadn't seen that, or I would have thrown it up a little bit sooner. And that is something we'll get into. I see a, a lot of comments about the Rosario thing. Uh, Brett, I know you, I think maybe it was you that messaged on Facebook, and I, I kind of gave you a quick note, but I'll, I'll, I'll expand on it more here. Uh, it's, it's always better. I'm glad we didn't do this show like 30 minutes after the race because I probably would have said some things that maybe I, I might not say today as you kind of calm down and really look at it, you know, from, from the outside looking in or, or just with calmer eyes, I guess, more than anything. So, all right, let, let's just go from the start. We'll focus on the winner first. I know okay. people want to talk about Epicenter. And Vicky makes a point here. Uh, mm-hmm. She says, focusing on the damage Skippy Longstocking creates. What number is he? Is he no. nine? <laughs> number nine. Okay. Let's see. See, hey, Mickey, he only watch. knows who he, he only knows who he picks. So he don't know anything. He's like Skippy Long. I don't remember the that? numbers. I didn't remember the horse. Skippy Long. Right. Remember, I didn't pick this horse because he was stupid name. Remember well, that? Yeah, I do remember you said yeah, that. Yeah, he shouldn't have been in it. Okay, let's focus on the five first because the it. five is the winner, and we'll get we'll get it. We'll say some good things here about uh, Jose Ortiz on the five. So watch the five. It's early voting. Okay, uh, and you see. Out of the break, nice. And what do you know? He kind of rides him a little bit for speed to get position in a big yeah. race, something uh, maybe we'll talk about a little bit later. But this is, this is perfect. He, he goes out. He's looking around here. He's looking. He looks at Epicenter. He's like, are you kidding me? He's way back there. Great. So he lets his brother, uh, Irad, go out with the seven and the five, who's been on the lead for all of his races. They'll try to raid him off this uh, horse here, the seven, and, and kind of have a target here of Armanac. So right here, if you've bet early voting, you're smiling. Right. Oh yeah, because he's the horse that's in the lead is not going to win, right? Right. Yes, the, he, he knows the seven is not going to have much of a horse. I mean, you yeah. never know for sure, but you got no. a good idea. And then you looking back, and the two biggest challengers are back there, second oh, to last yeah. and last. And the pace is pitifully slow. And so then you're really smiling when you know that this horse early voting has put up fast fractions in his last two races, and he just ran a half in 48 right. seconds. So he's in no trouble. Yep. The pace is easy. The Ortiz brothers had a meeting before the race. Okay, here's what we're going to do. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So anyway. <laughs> All right. So now they round the corner here. And as you said, the, or as we said, the seven is going to, going to kind of, you know, he's going to gonna become the seven. Yeah. You know, he's going to start do. to fade a little bit. Yeah. Look at Irad. Oh, I, I want to pull, I want to pull that right back up right here. Watch Irad right here. See how he looked back? Let's yes. Pull that back one more time. 
That's a great feeling if you bet a horse like that. Irad's peeking around. He goes, okay, who is this over here? Okay, yeah. that's Secret Oath. Where's yeah. Epicenter? I still don't see him. Yeah. Okay, let's go. Let's kick yeah. on. And so here he goes, turn it for home here, and he's going to take over the lead right there. Yeah, and the race is over. Yeah, it, it effectively is. Perfect. Right here, Secret Oath has got a shot. She's had to go a little bit wide. Yeah. She's not going to be quite good enough. Right there, he went left-handed. That did make the horse drift a little bit, but he didn't really lose a lot of momentum, yeah. and he's gone. And and secret oath. Well, we'll watch him again here or her here in mm -hmm. a little bit. But here comes Epicenter running a fantastic finish. Right, yep. closed a lot of ground, and just and there's the best trainer in the country celebrating another Preakness win. Um, now you said you said Epicenter. Let's just go right to him here. I'll pause it real quick. Let's go to Epicenter. You said he ran a fantastic race. He's closing well on the winner. Mm -hmm. um, so let's go to him right now. He is the eight horse. I'm now, sure. Before everybody... we start, I've read a lot of shit on Twitter. Okay. And he didn't get out of the gate. That's not true. He right. wasn't great out of the gate. Yeah. But when when somebody says he doesn't get out of the gate, that means he gets bumped, he hops or something. No, he was just a little slow getting out of the gate. Right. And and, and we'll watch it now. Just did uh, not cost him the race. So freeze it. First of all, yeah, people are saying, well, he got pinched out of the gate. Look at this. He did not get pinched out of the gate. Epicenter is the eight horse. He's fine. So here's, oh gosh, here's what happened, all right? So here he goes. Right here, the seven goes. Mm -hmm. Why does the eight not go? I'm not saying get in front of him. Why does? Why was he not asked for speed well, to at least get clear of the nine and yes. kind of get to the hip of the seven? And then look over there at the five. He can see the five. Yeah. That's the one he's got to beat, right? To me, I would track the five and the seven. I would too. And he's got a perfect opportunity to split those two horses and just what? follow him. Okay, so here's what happened. So now he's going to say, uh-oh. So now he's right there. So now he's lost position, right? Yep. Now he's mid-pack. He's going to be mid-pack at best at this situation. He did not okay. ask him for speed. He tucked him in. He's still okay. Like, this is still not a disaster, right? No, he gets, absolutely he gets a, not. If he gets clean, and he could sit about fourth, and he'd be all right. But watch what mm -hmm. happens. Happy Jack is right here. Watch him. Bam, right there. He comes over, and then boom. Yep. Now you're screwed. Now he had to take up. And now guess what? You're behind every horse but one. Yeah, and this is where he lost the race. So this is where the race was lost. So now, all of a sudden, okay, here he is sitting. He's right here second to last. Now, mm -hmm. He sat about that far away from the pace in the Kentucky Derby. Mm -hmm. So if you're watching this, you're kind of a beginner. Maybe you're new to racing. You're like, well, what are you talking about? He, had, he set the same exact spot. Here's going to be the difference. I'll play it a little bit here. So here he is. He's back second to last. And he's and then, not that far behind the five, right? Yeah, but he's still. But here's the and problem. He has two horses in front of him. Look up at the right corner. Okay. The opening half mile went in 24.32. Yes. In the Derby, the opening half or the opening quarter, opening quarter was twenty four point three two. The opening quarter of the Kentucky Derby was significantly faster. Yeah, this is a very slow pace. That's where the problem is. The other problem is Epicenter can run a twenty four point three two opening quarter in his sleep. Yeah, and he's back in eighth. So mm -hmm. the problem is, is is he's in big trouble. So from here, no matter what happens from now on, he's in big trouble. He's, he's not anywhere where he wants to be. So now he's stuck inside of horses. But if you notice, he's in stride. 
he's okay, right? Like he's he's not upset, throwing his head, anything like that. No, no. He just doesn't have the position. Right. So he's going to track here, uh, and he never gets out of anywhere but second to last until they finally ask him to run. And, well, I, that's not really true. There he goes. He did pass uh, the three who quit, uh, and we'll talk about three in a minute, who quit, like, at the half-mile pole. So he's starting to make his move a bit here. He's not in horrible position. He does save ground. That's the good news. But he never could really get the momentum going because mm-hmm. he was always behind horses. Watch right. this. Uh, this is creative minister that he's behind. He has nowhere to go but to follow him. He has no other option. Now he's, he gets, he's he screwing into he the stalking right here, right? Yeah. He knocked him into the rail. He knocked him into the rail like Vicky was picturing. <laughs> now, here he goes. But he has had to wait for the creative minister to get off that rail before mm-hmm. he could make his move. He's going to slide in there by Armanac, but at this point, it's too late. He's it's not. He late. cannot catch the winner. Right. Nope. But watch him, and you said it. He dug in. He kept trying. He's trying to get to him. He just can't do it. No. And when the pace is that slow, that lead horse hasn't run that fast, mm-hmm. and he's got something left for the stretch run, and he had enough left to hold him off. Yeah. And uh, Greg said he doesn't think voting was tired, and that goes right to what Papa Dude was saying. He wasn't tired because he got a pretty nice trip. Like I said, we'll go back and watch the Wood Memorial and uh, the Withers a little bit later on in the show. Uh, I want to show people those races. Early voting was hustled. He he set a strong pace in those races. Uh, but not, the, not, not that strong pace in the Wood, but a strong pace in the Withers. Yeah. This horse ran a slow slower than he had ever ran before up front in this race and that was the difference that's why he was able to finish much stronger and and curtis here you know saying i think he's i don't think i meant that that's probably the way i sounded um i did say these horses really there's a few that shouldn't have been in this race Mm -hmm. but but that's not why the results are the way it was I'm not saying that. Uh, ultimately, when a horse gets in trouble, sometimes it's the horse's fault he finds trouble. And sometimes he just gets a ride that led to the trouble, right? Yeah. The bottom line is, yeah, Skippy Longstocking kind of messed with him a little bit. Yeah, Happy yeah. Jack kind of messed with him a little bit, right? Yeah. But here's the deal. Your epicenter. You yeah. have the speed to get clear of a bunch of horses. You've seen him do it. You got the best horse in the race. If you are on epicenter and you are letting Happy Jack cause you troubles and Skippy Longstocking cause you troubles, I don't know what to tell you. You've got the horse that could have got out of those situations and you let him get in those situations. So, yeah, maybe these horses didn't belong in the race, but it's not their fault that they caused trouble. No, absolutely not. Yeah. I was shocked when I saw the race Mm -hmm. and you had kind of told me he got a horrible ride that he didn't get up like you say follow that six horse he let early voting get away from him yeah and i know he wasn't told that yeah i i, I know they knew that horse was the lone speed in the race he, and you he, can't let the lone speed get away you just can't ashbyson said the pre-race instructions were get out of the gate ride for position, and then let them fall where they fall after that. Mm-hmm. Not go back to second last. So so he didn't ride for position. That's yeah. the thing. Yeah. 
Uh, Jeff Bauer says, you boys, I, I don't think either one of us are boys anymore, Jeff, uh, especially <laughs> Papa Dude, but uh, you boys should consider for a second that Epicenter just isn't as good as you wanted him to be. That could be true. Well, I don't, I don't, here's, here's, the two things aren't mutually exclusive, Jeff. He could have gotten a bad trip and he's not as good as we thought he would be. Right? And I think a lot of people on Twitter have said what Jeff has said and YouTube comments. And I guess I'm just confused why both can't be true. If he gets a good trip, he probably wins the race. Yeah. Is he still a great horse? No, because he proved yesterday he can't overcome something like that. A great horse can overcome a bad trip, right? Uh, yeah. Yeah. He may not be as good as we think he is. He may not. I don't think he is. I think if you finish second to Happy Jack, you're not that good. Right. I mean, you're good. He's very good. First of all, if you don't if you think Epicenter's not very good, I don't know. I mean, he's a very good horse, but yeah. he's not elite. No. And I think the Derby showed us he wasn't elite, but still coming in that race, I thought he was definitely good enough to win. Oh, he was. Yeah. So I don't he just, think he didn't get the trip early voting, got the perfect trip. You're sure. Yeah. For a lone speed horse mm -hmm. to not have to be on the lead because another idiot takes off and, and, and yeah. it's the lead slow, a slow lead. Let's not forget that. Mm -hmm. He was able to just lope around along there and not extend himself. And then he had something left to hold off epicenter down the stretch. Yeah. And I mean, and the, the other part of it is, and, and I think people kind of get mad that you don't give the, the winner enough credit. The winner definitely deserves credit. The winner oh, ran yeah. a 105 buyer. That he, was ran a, his, he ran his race. He ran a great race and he got the best of the trips. I think epicenter and early voting are very comparable horses. I really do. But mm -hmm. I think one got a great trip and one did not. And, right. you know, if, like I said, if Epicenter and early voting get the same trip, I think Epicenter would have would have beaten him. And I'll tell you this. If early voting would have got Epicenter's trip, there's no way early voting could have beat him. Oh, no. Lord, no. And that's not a knock on him. That's just the facts. I think this is a crop where nobody can really overcome something like this happening. We don't have a super horse. No. So, and... You know, and that's that's just how it is. So, again, a lot of people have said this, and it's just, it's not, I'm not saying he's a super horse. No. I'm just saying that's a tough luck, uh, you know, that's just, it was just really, it's tough racing luck. I think Vicky said it. It's tough, tough racing luck. So, all right, let's move on. And Dennis says, Rick Strike, he, he, he can overcome it. <laughs> Rich well, he did it once, that's for sure. He looked good at Churchill Downs on uh, previous <laughs> day. Right. Uh, nice work, 47-2. All right, let's look at creative minister of the two-horse here. Watch his trip. The big gray, he breaks, and, uh, you know, he knew we knew he was going to come from out of it a little bit. Fenwick messes with him a little bit early, but he's in a pretty good spot for his running style. But watch Fenwick. He, he's messing with him. He's pushing oh, him yeah. into simplification. But still, uh, he gets better position. And I don't think anybody in the world thought Creative Minister would be ahead of Epicenter, but there he is. Here. I know. See, that's another thing. Is it? I thought Epicenter would be about third. Yeah, I thought Epicenter, well, if you want to pause it here, I thought he would be maybe where Happy Jack or, or Simplification yeah. was. I yeah. thought he would be within range of mm -hmm. the leader, loping mm -hmm. along. I didn't think he'd be ahead, 
but I never thought he'd let him get more than a length or two ahead of him. Yeah, I I, I agree. I thought maybe about two lengths behind him. I you know and and see how it unfolds from there. Yeah. Um. So yeah, and creative minister. <laughs> yes, creative minister. He's right here. The gray. Really good trip. He's saving all the ground. Um. He's ahead of epicenter. He's ahead of a secret oath. If Run you bet day. him, you got to be pretty excited about it. He, he seems to be very comfortable after getting messed with early on. And he's just kind of ranging up, starting to make his move here. And you notice Epicenter is going to have to kind of follow him. Uh, well, big he's totally in the clear. There's yeah, he's in the clear. After he got loose there from that first beginning. Yep. And for him being ahead of Epicenter kind of gave him the luxury to maybe get to the outside for his stretch run here. You see saving ground on the turn. And then you're going to see the jock kind of start to tip him out to start to make his run. He's getting away from Armanac, who he knows is going to come back to him. Now he's tipped out. He's in a good spot. It's just, you know, this is his first stakes race. It's going to be tough. We knew it'd be tough, but look at him. He's fighting. And him he and did. Secret Oath are, are, you know, Secret Oath's a little bit ahead of him. And he actually outfinishes the Philly here um, just by a little bit. He's digging in. I think he's looked at Epicenter, kind of sees him, and he just stays on for a nice third here. I thought this was a really good race from him. Yeah. He showed uh, potential, no doubt about it. Yeah, for a but first stakes, that's really good. Now, I don't yeah. know. Maybe he's a horse that's more of the Ohio's, Ohio, Oklahoma, Iowa Derby type. If well, sure he win. is. Sure. Yeah. yeah. but Yeah, he's not a take him to Saratoga horse, yep. I don't think. Well, we'll see. He's going to go to the Belmont, so. Well, that's okay. I don't have a problem with that. Oh, for sure. If you see yeah. these Belmont prospects, if you've got a three-year-old with a pulse, send them to the Belmont. They got a shot, so. Right. Um, all right, let's move on now to the final one we're going to talk about. It's the filly. It's Secret Oath. She's the four. You know, we talked about it before the race, and we said, you know, the good thing about the uh, Luis Saez is he got her in a good position up the backstretch in the, the Kentucky Oaks. Let's fast forward to the Preakness. She breaks all right. A little bit of a bobble, but she's in good shape. But all of a sudden, she just gets out kicked, doesn't she? Yeah, and we've talked before we went on the air why in the hell is she so far back? Yeah, he didn't ask her for any speed. He kind of just let him fall. And you could see he's almost taking her back like, okay, we're going to make one run today. And that's what he did. And he had to go way wide. And she made a, a good move, no question. But again, when she's with the boys, she doesn't seem to have enough to get around him. Yeah. So this is what she's done in most of her races. She mm -hmm. makes that big move and then she kicks him. But when she's done it against the boys, it's the same way in the Arkansas Derby. When she made her move, she couldn't catch them. Yep, exactly. And this really reminds you a lot of the Arkansas Derby. She right. kind of ran on a little better, I thought, in this race. Um, but the, the trip was pretty similar. She's a she's a beautiful horse, man. She's she just is. striding out there. She's calm. There goes Fenwick dropping out. And, uh, yeah, again, though, like you said, the turn is coming, and look Maybe. how wide she's going to have yeah. to go. She had to run farther than anybody else. And it probably cost her third, because if we pointed out Creative Minister and how he's a great right ride. Like, watch. Right here. Here's Creative Minister right here, saving yeah. all the ground. Here she yes. comes out wide. Now, look how look at her make her move. Yeah, she passes a lot of horses here. She is sucking them under now. Yeah. But she and, had to go wide. And let's pause it right here. Who would have thought on the turn, Epicenter would be behind Secret Oath? Exactly. <laughs> it's crazy. Anyway, here we go. 
Uh, she's running, and, and like I said, she's she's going to pass great administer for a second here, and it's like, oh, man, she's going to run and get up here and maybe get second, maybe get third. And like I said, just kind of flattened out here yep. towards the end of this race. Yep. But still running hard. I mean, she's she. <laughs> this is a really good filly. She's a lot of fun. Yeah, and she's going to be a, a factor mm-hmm. uh, down the stretch of the of the summer. She's gonna she'll she'll be in some races and she'll be a threat because I don't think he'll he'll run her against the boys again. No, the plan for Secret Oath is to go to the Coaching Club American Oaks at Saratoga, then the Alabama at Saratoga, yeah. then the Cotillion at Parks, and then the Breeders' Cup. That's yeah. that's the that's he's the got path. the plan with her. And this could be true. She might just need a little bit of a fresh. Well, year. I would think that's true. She's had a a, a very active winter and spring. Mm-hmm. You know, she's run what now? Five times, I think. Mm-hmm. This spring, or is it six? Uh, let's see. She's ran, she ran one, two, three, four. That was her uh, fifth race off the top of my head. Okay. And yeah. she, I think she ran in early December, too. Didn't she, she ran three. She ran early December. She ran four times in Oakland, but one was in December. Yes. Right, right. That's why I was thinking. I was, I was like, yeah, six. But no, it's five this year, six overall. Yeah. Yep. Yeah. Yep. So, you know, it, it is what it is. Uh, with this race, the best horse won the race. I will say that. You know, it was a good trip, and he proved to be best. He ran a career-high buyer. He did. Hats off to Chad Brown. A, a training job was fantastic. And before I, I'm going to make a comment, I'm going to piss a lot of people off, but I don't really care. <laughs> and because you know, I feel this way, and and you don't bash jockeys too much. No, uh, and I I want to be clear that with Rosario, listen, he didn't. It, this is not a ride on his highlight reel. No, right? but but it, you know it what happens. <laughs> You people that are bashing these jockeys, you get your ass on that horse and you ride it. Yeah. And you make that split second decision. You do it. Because sometimes you're going to win and sometimes you're not. And that's the way it is. And I don't, I w- I've been at the track. I've seen these mammoth beasts go running down and the sound it makes sounds like a thunderstorm. And you're a little bitty guy in the, or gal in the middle of that. And you got to make a split second decision. And your life's dependent on it. You get on there and do it. Yeah, it's you get on there and do it. I don't like so, to bash him, and that's no. why I, I was thankful we we weren't on because you know you're a little after you lose a bet. Yeah, yeah. And I hit the exact of it, lost the the win bet, yeah. and I was. It, and he mad, I was mad. Her. Listen, it's okay to be mad at the jockeys, but don't don't go to the extreme and say no. they're idiots, they're morons, they're you know all that kind of yeah. stuff. It's just like, hey, it wasn't a great ride. He knows it. Hey, we got to blame somebody when we don't get our bet right. Yeah. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. It's it's just human nature. And and he did. I'm not saying he rode the horse well. He didn't. He no. didn't get a good ride. He did not ride the no. horse very well. But I still wouldn't do it. <laughs> no. I couldn't do it. How about that? Yeah. Uh, I'm with you. It's uh, it, it's it, It's a tough job. It's it's kind of like, I mean, like well, I think Vicky says it best. My daily decision at work, uh, mind you, the Vicky don't occur on a twelve hundred pound animal. No, with tiny, with, tiny people. Yeah, with nine other twelve hundred pound animals riding all around you, and you got about a foot between you and the one right beside you. Yeah, and one slip up. Here's another thing: you try riding that horse on the saddle they got, and how they stay on those things, I have no idea. 
Yeah, and I think Vicky's right. Critique, critique the ride, and that's fair. It was not a great ride. No. But it, Joel Rosario is not a POS like I've seen on Twitter a hundred times. He, <laughs> he just, I he, think he was not himself. smart. I think he's decision. proven himself. A few he times. just was not a smart decision maker on Saturday. No, and it happened to be in a big race where we all critique it. Yeah. So it's, it is what it is. Yeah. And listen, if a, if a jockey gives up, doesn't ride very well for third, that, that's, I get it. Now, I'm not I saying never to. get mad at a no, jockey. I'm, I, I don't either. Yeah. So I just wouldn't do it. All right, everybody. Thank you for watching that video there on uh, our recap of the Preakness. And we will go on to the next subject I wanted to get to because we were going crazy about it on the live show. Rich Strike is Rodney, a horse. Rodney's got a question here first. Oh, okay. Hold on. Yeah, we'll do that. Uh, was it a poor trip for elite horse? Is this race or early voting? Is that good? Oh, wait a second. What is it? I didn't read that right. Was it a poor trip for elite horses in this race or is early voting that good? Um. There were no elite horses in this race. Early voting, epicenter, they're very comparable. Um, early voting got the better trip, and I think that's why he won, is how I would answer that. Yeah, he got the best trip. And yeah, he's he a decent horse, no doubt. Well, I think he's better than decent. You know, and here's the thing, too. We kind of forgot, at least me. What's the best race? What's the best bet in horse racing? Lone speed. Mm-hmm. Right. Yeah. And we kind of got kind of got confused on. Although you guys talked it, you, you discussed it a lot. If he could get out in the lead, he was going to be tough to catch, and that's what happened. And yeah. the, the second best horse in the race just didn't have that trip he needed to yeah. be. Yeah. What happened basically was uh, Rodney Epicenter kind of has the ability to get a very similar position early in the race, like early voting, and. He didn't get that position. No. And when that happened, it really opened the door for early voting to just take it to him. Now, that being said, a horse gets a good trip, gets, you know, gets the setup needed. They still have to finish the race and be good enough to win. That's right. And that's where early voting, I don't think we're giving him enough credit right. still. He, he still has to turn rest. for home. He has to kick. He has to take advantage of the setup that he's gotten. And Absolutely. he was able to do that. Yeah. He won the race. There's no yeah. doubt about it. Early voting was fantastic in this he, race. He ran a great race. And I think, again, that's what people, you can say, boy, Epicenter got a bad trip without it meaning, well, early voting sucks. No. Early voting's very good. Yeah. So, all right. Let's move on to the next subject, though. Got it. Rich Strike kind of threw this uh, odds board when it comes to betting a win into a tizzy on Saturday. The overreaction of a lifetime came right here in this race. Everybody was picking the 30 and 50 to one shots, betting the 30 and 50 to one shots. Fenwick was 50 to one on the morning line. He went off at 13 to one. Happy That's Jack. Unbelievable. Happy Jack was 30 to one on the morning line. He went off at a, a, almost 12 to one, 11.9 to one. Armanac was 30 to one. He went off at 18 to one. Skippy Longstocking was 20 to 1 on the morning line. He went off at 12 to 1. What this created were fantastic odds for the top four horses in the race, who clearly were the top four horses to beat. 
Early voting went off at almost six to one. Epicenter, who we all thought would go off at four to five, went off at six to five. Secret Oath went off at five to one. We thought she'd get pounded. She went off at five to one. Simplification, who, by the way, bled in this race. So he does have an excuse. He came back and he had bled. He, so that's why he kind of stopped. He went off at eight to one. Can you believe the overreaction for the rich strike thing happened to this magnitude? Never would I guess that in a million years. Yeah. I just wouldn't have. And I just, I, that, that can't be the smart money. Well, no, absolutely not. Well, what I'm getting at is we got that many people besides the smart money that are betting this. I guess we do. Okay. So that's where the shock came in for me. Because early in the day, these these odds were like this. And I thought, well, that'll correct itself. The early money's in, the fan money's in. And then when the real money starts to come in, what this tells you, folks, actual horse players were betting it like this. Right? Yeah. Finwick was 50 to 1 yeah, more it than has to be. And because, should have been 300 to 1 in this race when right. you look at his. Right. And crazy to think this horse was 13 to 1. Absolutely. And, I, yeah, I just, because most people that bet long shots like that, what will they throw? $5 on it? 10 maybe? Right. So I'm going to go put 10 on that. What the hell? I'll make some money if he wins. Isn't right. that what you hear at the track? All Absolutely. Through? Yeah. That's not. What happened? Real money was bet on these horses. Real money by, yes. By people that Big play time this gamblers. game. Big yeah. time gamblers that don't mind losing $1,000 were putting money on it, right? Isn't that what you're saying? Exactly. That's exactly what I'm saying. Real money was bet on these horses. If Fenwick is 50 to 1 and goes off at like 28 to 1, okay. That's, that's just, you know. Money, I don't think just I've ever out. seen this before. I bet we we were losing our minds, and people people that don't really maybe follow it or didn't understand it's like, well, Rich Strike won. Why are you guys saying this? And it's like you don't get it. You're betting on a on you're not betting on a long shot. You're betting on a middle price horse because people have bet these horses down so far. Yeah. There's not a true long shot in this race now. Well, I guarantee you. Like I say, I was at this wedding and I didn't know what was going on. If I saw early voting was six to one. There is no doubt I would have put money on him. Yeah. At six to one. Of course, Epicenter at six to five would have taken all my money because I would have bet a yeah. hundred bucks he was going to be four to five or three to five. Yeah. And uh well, that's what I, we were saying. We were pleading with people that you know that you know, I don't want to bet the chalk. We were saying, please, if you're if you're watching this and you do not bet a favorite no matter what, please. Bet early voting. Please bet yeah. simplification. Bet yeah. secret oath. These odds are stupid that yeah. you're getting on these horses. I have never seen a 50 to 1 bet down to a 15 to 1. Never. 13. 13 okay. to 1. Okay. Never. No. Never. No. That had to be huge money being, being put on that horse. Yes. Had to be. Listen, Rich Strike was 81 to 1, right? Or 80 to 1. 80 to 1. Sorry. Mm -hmm. He was 80 to one. So if somebody comes up to me and says, well, I'm going to bet $10 on rich strike. He's 80 to one. I, and I said this on the live stream. I said, Hey, I think you're going to lose, but yeah. he's 80 to one. Give it a shot. 
Yeah, if you got 10 bucks to throw away, dude. If somebody would have come up to me and said, I'm going to bet $10 to win on Fenwick at 13 to 1, I would have tackled them. I would have not have let them leave my sight. That's how terrible that bet would have been. Yeah. Happy no, Jack no was doubt. 11 to 1 in this race. Happy Jack. I mean, no, that's unbelievable. It's crazy. It's crazy. Yeah. So let it. I don't think we'll. I don't. Well, you never say never in this game, but I don't. I don't know that we'll ever see anything like this again. But if you're watching and you're new to the game right now, and you're watching us and you're hearing, well, this guy's a lunatic. Like, what is he? What he's raving like crazy. When you gonna when you're gonna bet a long shot, make sure they are indeed a long shot. Absolutely. <laughs> I mean, this is crazy. It was I mean, crazy. Yeah, it was wild. We probably, folks, will never see an eighty to one win the Kentucky Derby again. Yeah, I'll just make that. I mean, it's just one of those things that that happen. This is just shocking that these odds went down like this. This is incredible. Yeah. So uh, the longest shot on the board was eighteen to one. Eighteen to one. God, that's unreal. In a five thousand dollar claimer, it's going to be there, there'll be a twenty to one or thirty to one. This is a preakness. It's eighteen. Let me be clear once again what I'm trying to say here, because I don't want to get it misconstrued. Even if Finwick would have won this race at 13 to 1, it's a horrific bet. Oh, horrific. Yeah. yeah. The results didn't even matter. He was yeah. 100 to 1 to win the race. Yeah. Maybe he's and, and he got that, that is that's that's incredible. I want to say hi, uh, Vale Place. It looks like I got a fan there, and I want to say hi to you. Vale um, Place, yes. This this Vale Place always is asking where Papa Dude is. We, oh well, we, we've thank delivered you. in Vale. Well, thank you. <laughs> Good to see you on here. I think it's the first time you've been on, isn't it? On this show? Uh, maybe I don't know. Yeah. I don't know. Dennis well, says, if you're new to what, new and watching this and wondering why he's raving like a lunatic, like I am, explain uh -huh. it to them like this. If the sky was red, would you be raving? This to me is the sky is red. Yeah. <laughs> uh, you got this, this is incredible. This is absolutely incredible. I've yeah. never seen this ever. Yeah. And I've watched not as many races as you, but I've watched a bunch of them. Yeah, I know. I know. Yeah. Wow. Um, yeah, like you said, a great deal of the value was stripped from the races yesterday. Derby weekend was much better. Uh, so, yeah, Vicky, I totally agree. And it's it's uh, <laughs> it's it's just one of those things. Two weeks rest. They're gonna all these horses are gonna wait for the Belmont. Whether it's a turf sprinter, you know, a, a, you know, an older uh, horse that wants to go two turns, everything like that, they're gonna wait for that Belmont day. So. The Preakness is kind of in a weird spot all it around. It really is. And not just the Preakness itself, but the whole two days is kind we of. We discussed that uh, Thursday, how the undercard was not very attractive yeah. as far as mm -hmm. horses that are of high quality. And the Black Eyed Susan was, in my opinion, very, very weak. Yeah. Didn't have any of the big time fillies. Yeah. And, he likes that you see Andy Serling as the bum he really is. <laughs> but Aaron's kind of pointed out to me, and I know this too from watching some of those jokers on ESPN. Yeah. Uh, he's he is what he is because that's what he's supposed to do. He's um, supposed to piss people off. Yeah. yeah, for sure. CJ Andrews says, "Wasn't Ram stupid low last year? Price wise, like ten to one. Let's look him up. This is what this is what we do on this show. We just pause it all." We got someone needs to know something. Let's find Rams. Right. 
Preakness. I think he was last, just like Fenwick. <laughs> well, he was a fine horse to be in the Preakness, by the way. <laughs> he was not good. He was not good. Uh, that was a dumb decision. Ram was uh, almost 16 to 1. 15.9 to 1. 15.9. He should never have been that. No, he absolutely shouldn't have. Um, what did he win? One race in his life? Maybe two? Let's see what he has done. He won the race right before the Preakness. I think he's he's won two. He's two for 20. <laughs> two for 20. <laughs> it's not great. Uh, let's see. He was beaten 36 and three quarters, and Fenwick was beaten 40 and a half. <laughs> so. Uh, so let's get this before we go on. Mm -hmm. Let's make sure we got this right. Rich Strike is not running in the Belmont either, correct? No, he is. Rich Strike oh, he is running in the Belmont. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Epicenter is not. Correct. Okay. Yeah. Zandon is not. Zandon is uh, not. No. Okay. I'll tell you what. Let's do this. I will just read off. Go to our Twitter account here, and I will read off the probables and the possibles. Uh, let's see. We've tweeted so much. All right. Here we go. I've got, I can pull it up on the screen. Oh, my goodness. Look how good that looks. All right. So here. I, I did not uh, did not plan that. All right. But here are the probables. The probables are Barber Road, who was sixth in the Kentucky Derby. Creative Minister, a horse we just saw, third in the Preakness, getting better. Golden Glider, he was second in the Peter Pan. He will come into this race. Mo Donegal, fifth in the Kentucky Derby, beat uh, the Preakness winner two back in the Wood Memorial. And also Truth Exposed, favorite horse. Rich Strike. What did he win? Oh, yeah, the Kentucky Derby. Uh, we the people, runaway winner of the Peter Pan. So those are the probables, the possibles. And I could think you could move Ethereal, Ro or Ethereal Road. That's a probable. <laughs> he was a runaway winner of the Sir Barton. Nest, Nest is a filly, so it'd be cool to have two fillies. Uh, Secret Oath, of course, the Preakness, Nest for the Belmont. She is possible. She was second in the Kentucky Oaks. Skippy Longstocking and also ran in... Uh, the Preakness and Western River. He also was in the Peter Pan Stakes last time out. So, so we have nine. We have nine right at the moment. Mm -hmm. Shouldn't we have more if this is a Triple Crown race? <laughs> I'm not. I know. I We're told you. I told you before coming here. I'm not talking about that shit. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. But yeah. Uh, why can't Rich Strike hit the board against? He these? probably can. So here's the deal, Dennis. Here's what's kind of funny about this. Let's pretend Rich Strike uh, didn't run in the Kentucky Derby. And let's just say he went to the Peter Pan and he got second. Because that's what they said they're, they're thinking about doing with him if he didn't get in. I think you would look at this field and go, yeah, he could probably hit the board. Right? I think so. Who, who on this list is better than Rich Strike, even if you take <laughs> off the Kentucky Derby? Mo Donegal, probably? Yes, for sure. Won't he be the favorite? I think he will be Not probably. Yeah. Yes, short price. Yep. Mm -hmm. Yeah. There's nothing else in there that Rich Strike can't beat. I mean, We the People is a horse that looked great, but he did it in the Peter Pan. This is a whole different thing. Yeah. Um, creative Minister, he looks solid. I mean, you'll have to run well to beat him, I think. Golden Glider. Is yeah, just... I think Creative Minister will take some money for sure. Yeah. Uh, uh, but a lot of people are like, you know, he has no shot, Rich Strike. Huh? No, yes, he does. I think he's got a shot. Listen, if that horse runs like he did in the Kentucky Derby, mm -hmm. he's going to beat almost anybody. Mm -hmm. 
people Stephen are Brown. not giving him enough credit for the race he ran in that derby. Yeah. What we're saying is, can he repeat it? We don't know. Mm-hmm. But if he runs like that again, that was a tremendous stretch run. I'm telling you, he ran down two horses that are pretty good. Mm-hmm. And, and they were running really well. And mm-hmm. he just sucked them under like they were standing still. And they weren't standing still. Mm-mm. So, yeah, he's he's got a shot. He's got, he's got a shot. A, yeah, he really does. There's nothing in there. I mean, I, I wouldn't be afraid of any of them. I'm not going to pick him to win the race. Well, out of that right there, just looking and knowing what I know about what they've run in and everything, I would go Mo Donegal first, I think, right now, just kind of before I ever even look at it much, because I think he's got the best class, you know? Truth Exposed, one of our best commenters. He's been on Mo Donegal for months. That was his derby horse. Truth exposed for the first time, all triple crown. I think we might be on the same horse. <laughs> it's just, listen, a lot of people are saying we the people. I own we the people in the fantasy league. I'm thrilled with how he ran at the Peter Pan. I'm thrilled that he's in the Belmont. I, I don't know. I think he's got a shot. Oh, you're a girl. Well, same thing. It doesn't matter. It doesn't matter. Truth exposed. How am I supposed to know if you're a girl or boy? You've never told me. Very, very, listen, very about that too. All caps. Yeah, I know. I will. Don't be upset. I've never known that. No, My we're Rachel. sorry. Well, okay, Rachel, we know now. Okay, Rachel, it's nice Dude. to meet you. Yes. Um, I don't have to call you Truth Exposed anymore. We didn't know who. We have no way of knowing. And I'm with you. I, I'm with you. I'm with you, girl. <laughs> I kind of, I kind of, I kind of am too. I would look at. Uh, <laughs> Vicky, that's the line of the night. Rachel, the truth is finally exposed. <laughs> that's really good, Vicky. That is really good. Oh, I love Vicky. Uh, I don't yeah. know why uh, Ethereal Road wouldn't have a chance in this race. Yeah, I mean, I think I don't like Barber Road. I know a lot of people do. Yeah, yeah. I but, think I'd have to go with the top three: Mo Donical, not necessarily in this order. Yeah, Mo Donical, Creative Minister, and Rich Strike. Just, just looking at him. I would go we the I would go Mo Donegal, we the people. <laughs> you go Mo Donegal, we the people. Mo Donegal, we the people. I almost said Rich Strike. I just can't bring myself to do it. I I can. Creative minister, sure. Let's just throw I don't I don't know. Brett Glotzer says he's a girl too. Well, he is not a girl. She is a girl, but he is not. It's she. She's a girl. Yeah, Brie. Yeah, this is Brett. I know, but she also she also has Brie most times on her name. So, Does yeah. she know if she's a girl or a boy? <laughs> I don't know. These days, you know, who these knows? days and times, we don't know. But anyway, uh, <laughs> everybody is very excited. <laughs> Dennis is a girl too. Exactly <laughs> <Matt>, knew. <laughs> oh, I tell you what, uh, this is yeah. See, this uh, is um, somebody had on here. I don't know where it was. We're getting so many comments here. This is and, why we can't have nice things. The, the show just goes off the rails. Well, I know the commenters. These commenters are great, but somebody scroll back up there. I can't even remember what. But uh, well, hold on. Before, before you get uh, to that, they were talking about somebody. Uh, it's not going to be in the Belmont. Hold on. Before you get to that, CJ says, isn't we the people loose? Question mark, question mark, question mark. Um, yeah, but when you look at this, 
he's dangerous because it looks like he's definitely loose. So anyway, what why are we talking about? I don't know. I lost you there. I know you weren't paying any attention. You're thinking no, no, no. The your volume was your audio was screwed up. No way, really. Yes. Yes, he looks loose on the lead. Okay. Did you hear me? Okay. Yeah, I hear that now. What do you want? What are you wanting to look at here? Can you scroll back up? I'm scrolling. Huh? I'm scrolling. Okay. Let's keep going. I can't remember what it was, but some, there was a horde. They wanted us to answer. Uh, Rodney had a question. I don't. Oh, early voting. Oh, right here. It's not in the Preakness. Yeah, early yeah. voting is skipping, Rodney. Uh, ethereal Road is in. Early voting not in. Yeah, that's what I wanted to answer. Yeah, if early voting was in, we the people would have a lot uh, of company in the upcoming. Right. Yeah, and you're right. No early speed. Now, this could change. We could see horses enter. Um, oh, yeah, right now, we the people looks pretty. I mean, we we have an eternity of time between this race and the Preakness. Yeah. We have three whole weeks. Right, yes. What are we going to do for Get these massive animals ready to run. <laughs> <laughs> ah, yeah. Uh, uh, no, Asmussen is not sending Epicenter as of right now. No, he won't send him. He's, uh, he's going to freshen him up for the Saratoga. Greg says Modonegal isn't overrated. I agree. I, I think he's rated about where he should be. And listen, Modonegal wins this race. He'll go into the summer with a great chance to be the three-year-old of the year. And, yeah, we know that Modonegal can get a mile and a half for sure. He could probably get he, two miles. You think he has a great chance to win horse of the year if he wins a this Three-year-old. Three-year-old. Do you? You think he's, he's got as good a chance as anybody. If 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 it goes Rich Strike, early voting, Mo Donegal for the three different triple crown races, Mo Donegal has a, a great shot for three old of the year if he can if, win a couple of races. What if Rich Strike finishes second by a nose? Well, he will go into the if Rich Strike, if that happens, will go into the summer as the top horse, top three year old. Okay. But he still would have a little bit of work to do. Now, if Rich Strike can win the Belmont. He probably will be the three-year-old of the year. Oh, yeah, no yeah. doubt. Patty's right. Nest is a girl, too. We're finding out. That I knew. Yeah, we didn't know that. I give Nest no chance, by the way. Yeah. Yeah. Um, no, I don't either. I don't either. Mm -mm. Um, Zandon, no. He will he oh well, he's not in the Belmont, I should say. But if you're talking about three-year-old of the year, yeah, Zandon will go into the summer with a with a chance at it. He's gonna have to. Since he didn't win the Derby and he's not going to run in the other two, he will have to go probably to Saratoga and sweep the Jim Dandy and the Travers. If he does that, he will be the top horse in the crop going into the Breeders' Cup probably. And when you get these Triple Crown races that are so wide open, Jason is right. You get the or you get the Triple Crown where it's all three different winners. Travers is shaking up to be one hell of a race. The Travers yeah. is going to go a long ways in determining this thing. It's going Absolutely. to be fantastic. It it might be. As good as the Kentucky Derby this year. So, um, all right. Any other thoughts on the Preakness before we wrap this up? I just want to know what you guys are going to do this week. Well, I know you're not going to be in town. What I'm going to do is I'm going to be in Vegas and I'm just going to do whatever I want for a week. And that's not true. I'll still be handicapping races and doing picks and probably oh, being on video. Are you staying out there? I'll be there a week. A week? Mm hmm. Wow. 
I leave, we, I should say, we leave Monday tomorrow at 1249. We get into town at 148. And let's see, we will either a week and we fly back Memorial Day uh, next Monday at, at like 6 a.m. So, yeah. Okay. It's going to be good. So no show be- Thursday, I'm assuming. <laughs> oh, yeah, for, for anybody watching, the Thursday show has been canceled. <laughs> uh, I must go to Circa Swim. Okay, I could do that. I could definitely do that. Um, Dennis says, "What? You're going to Vegas? How are you going to get home after you're broke?" I'm, hey, I'm going to watch wrestling, Dennis. I'm not going when to gamble. Is, when is that? Okay, so the the we got three shows we're going to. Oh, we got three. Okay. We have a Wednesday night show, a Friday night show, and a Sunday night show. Yeah. Hmm. So we got out Monday and Tuesday to enjoy Vegas, and then the real action begins. Okay. There you go. All right. Um. Yeah. What happens in Vegas stays in Vegas. That's that's right. Yeah. Don't forget. Uh, our man Rodney again had a question. The big summer races, I guess we can kind of highlight those real quick. Oh, yes, sir. Yeah, that's. I didn't see that question. Go ahead. You want to? You want me to do it? Are you going to start? <laughs> well, I think the next thing we're looking at, Rodney, after the Belmont is Saratoga, yep. in New York. Correct. Yeah. Or so, it's like you, mm-hmm. uh, and I was the same way. Saratoga is huge. That mm-hmm. is, that's one of the best, if not the best, tracks in the country. And correct me if I'm wrong, Aaron, this is a huge uh, training grounds, whatever, for two-year-olds that yes. are coming up. The mm-hmm. good two-year-olds will start running at Saratoga. The best trainers in the in the country will be at Saratoga. Mm-hmm. And this race, this uh, this meet is fabulous. So uh, the Traverse is for three-year-olds, correct? Mm-hmm. Now, is the Haskell for three-year-olds? Yes. So here's that's, here's, not, that's not at Saratoga, though. Yeah. So if to, to focus on Saratoga, the next two big ones at Saratoga is the Jim Dandy, which is a prep for the Travers. They'll run the Jim Dandy in July, and then the last weekend in August they will run the Travers. And the Travers is called the Midsummer Derby. It, it's it's right. like almost it's not as big as the Kentucky Derby. Nothing is, but it's close. It's huge. So those two races are massive. The Saratoga meet itself is just fantastic. Uh, Rodney, I know you've said that you're kind of new to racing. Stay tuned. That's the best racing in the world, or not the world, the country every year. So it's six weeks up, or I think it's seven weeks now, actually, extended the season up in upstate New York, Saratoga Springs. So keep an eye out on that. Um, Also, the Haskell is at Monmouth Park in New Jersey that, that Papa Dude mentioned. It's a, I can't remember if it's a third or fourth week in July, um, and it's a very big race as well. And so what horses will do, they'll run in the Haskell and the Travers, or they'll they'll run in the Jim Dandy and the Travers. Right. Yeah. So keep your and eye then, on that. Right? And then the next thing that happens will be the Breeders' Cup. Mm-hmm. So yep. that's what's re- uh, left. And a lot of people uh, that are new to horse racing think horse racing is over after the Belmont. Mm-hmm. I mean, there's thousands of people that think that. Mm-hmm. But it goes, Saratoga is the next big one, and the big races are there, and then then they get ready for the, the good ones get ready for the Breeders' Cup after that. Yep. Yeah, and Tra- uh, Travers is the summer derby. It yep. is fantastic. It's so much fun. Um, and I, I don't know. I may be at Saratoga for an, an extended amount of time this year. So 
Um, if you're going to be in Saratoga this year, you may see me around a lot, and that could be good. So we'll see how that goes. Um, I think we got a place maybe locked down up in Plattsburgh for an extended amount of time over the summer. So we'll see what really? happens. Yes, okay. it's possible. possible. I'm here tomorrow. Could be a big day for me tomorrow. Flying to Vegas, could hear something about a place. So, um, all right, we're going to wrap it up. Anything else? Um, no, not on Preakness. Yeah, I don't want to. I... We got to talk about. I don't want to talk about it. I know, but we have to. All right, let's real quickly. I'm not going to bring it up on the screen. Let's what he's about... all upset about, folks, is our goalie for the Blues got hurt last night. Mm -hmm. Okay. Mm -hmm. And it doesn't look good for us. Mm -mm. It didn't look real good for us anyway. Now we're kind of doomed. But here's the deal, Aaron. Other teams lose their goalie. Mm -hmm. And they bounce back. Yeah. Like Carolina. See, you're so mad you just dropped your computer. Well, I hit it. Carolina hasn't had their starting goalie the whole thing. So yeah. Huso's got to step in. The rest of the team's got to play better. Now, I didn't see but about a period of the game last night. Mm -hmm. I thought they played okay in the third period. I don't think they played bad the whole game, really. Well, they were griping. I was listening to it on the radio on the way home from Bongo Bongo Land, and yeah. they uh, they were griping about the way they were playing on the radio. They didn't think they were giving up too many odd, rush, odd man rushes and turning the puck over too much. So they got to clean that up. Um, Uso was okay. I'm like you. I'm really down. I'm really down. So, but I think they got, they still got, I don't think they're going to win, but they could, they could win game four if they come out with a great effort. It's over. It's over. <laughs> I said they could win game four. If it's they over. You know what happened? I picked them last night. That's what happened. That was dumb. Why'd you do that? Well, because I'm I'm really bad about this. Okay, I usually don't pick the Blues at all. Anytime I, they play, I don't pick them, but that was the only race. That was the only game. Mm -hmm. So I had to have a best bet. And I don't like, okay, when I pick against the Blues, I am so stupid that even, even if I don't bet it, I have no money on it, I still want them to get beat. Mm -hmm. I want to be right. Right. I didn't want to do that last night. So What's I wrong with this? What's wrong with our website? There it is. All right. So you can go to the website and find all these uh, picks that Papa Dude's talking about. Each each uh, day we do all the games, just like we do in horse racing. So we do. go to racingnews.com slash sports. Or if you go to racingnews.com, click on other sports, and you can get all these. So this is yep. what Papa Dude is talking about here. Yep. Here's our picks. Magic this is, this picks. is uh, my main job. Yeah, so Magic made hockey picks uh, today as well, it looks like. But look, we're two for two. We both picked Tampa and the Rangers today. And we um, all have Calgary. Yeah, and we all have Calgary tonight to take a 2-1 lead in Edmonton. But the Blues are done. Well, I'm, I'm afraid you're right. But I give them half a chance tomorrow night. I do. Done. <laughs> they probably are. But they're done. We have, we, we have to... For us to beat Colorado, we have to have great goaltending. We do. We, we don't have I it do. anymore. So we're done. Now, let me ask you this. I, I sat and watched the hit where he got hurt. Mm -hmm. Do you think it was dirty? Or was yeah. it just a hockey play? No, it, it was dirty. 
Yeah. I think, think it was so? dirty. Yeah. By the way, Red Fox says that the Pacific Classic matter. Well, the, the question was about three-year-olds. Yeah, the, the, the Pacific Classic at Del Mar does matter. And there's great racing at Del Mar, just not a lot of three-year-old racing. And that's what he asked about. But yeah, Del Mar's a great meet too. Anyway, back to this depressing stuff you're making me talk about. <laughs> yeah, we're, no, we're screwed. Yeah, on the we're bright, screwed. On Over. The, on the bright side for me, Tampa is still alive. And that's my second favorite team. Sure. <laughs> Listen, you get too serious about the Blues sometimes. I don't ever overestimate them. And I didn't think they were going to be Colorado anyway. And look at the bright side. Now we have an excuse. Yeah. Yeah. Who this did okay. How much time did you spend on your picks today? On what picks? Which one? Hockey picks. Did you do you spend much time or do you just click? No, the hockey picks are very easy for me. I follow it almost as closely as racing. So it doesn't take me long okay. to pick. I've got a How good idea. How much trouble do you have? Okay, I had trouble with Tampa Bay, Florida again. Because... No, none at all. Tampa was going to dominate. <laughs> I, that took one second to pick that one. <laughs> I've told you for three weeks I, Tampa I Bay know. Would, would, would win these two rounds. And this is not even – this is a, just a joke. They're killing them. Anyway, no, next. next How about the next one? I thought these three games were tough today. Okay, this one was tough. The Rangers haven't looked great, but Carolina just hasn't been able to score a lot. So I uh, thought me too. the Rangers would kind of get back in the series today. Right. And it was not, a tougher pick for sure. Yeah, and, and Carolina has not been dominating them. Yeah. And the Rangers are pretty good. Yes. Yeah. So that was easy for me too. This, I, 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 don't, I didn't say it was easy. I thought this was that was a little harder, but yeah. I thought the Rangers would. Oh, that's right. I should have said that too. Obviously, this, this one was the hardest one. This, I have no feel at all. So yeah, if you're if you're betting hockey, the playoff series I, to me, well, I mean, I'm not trying to brag, but I've been eight and three this week. Yeah, you've, you've had a really good week because, and I just have a really good feel for them. But the 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 ones I've missed have been this series. I have, and you're right. The Calgary Edmonton games are nuts. They're out of control. Hey, this is going to be a game to watch. Oh, it's going to be awesome. Yeah. These two teams are going to get after it. I will be surprised. This is in the barn burner tonight. Awesome. I finally just picked the best team. I think there's a better team. Yeah. But Edmonton is good. And so this is a toss up. Yeah. Quickly on the NBA, just for, I, you don't have to say a word. I have no feel for Boston and Miami. None. Yeah. None. I have no feel on that. Uh, the game tonight, I think, is going to be really good. I picked Dallas. You went with the, mm -hmm. the Warriors, which is that's good. That's, that's I almost did. Mm -hmm. I just think Dallas plays really well at home, and uh, I don't know. You watched any of the Golden State game the other night when they made that comeback? You probably didn't. I did. Okay. I don't think they can play like that again. Holy cow. <laughs> they were awesome in that second half. When I watch this NBA crap, <laughs> and it's just crap compared to hockey. I'm sorry. The hockey's so much better right now than the NBA. I Here's the deal. But hold on, hold on. Before you say that. Okay. When I watch this basketball, the Golden State Warriors look superior to anybody else. I agree. I just – have a feeling tonight, but I watched hockey all afternoon and I might 
watch a little bit of the basketball tonight, just something different. Mm-hmm. I'm not going to watch it. What I do is I just flip back and forth when they're both on at the same time. If you paid me $100, I might watch the basketball game tonight. Really? You're not going to tune in at all? Not one second of it. Nope. I've kind of gotten into it a little bit this year. Uh, Tony A says, it's Nest running in the Belmont. She's possible. She's on the possible list. Yeah. And uh, Talk Horse says, LOL, Tony A says, Tony, we talked about him for an hour. So if you're just joining us, just hit the rewind button on the YouTube and, and we talk all about it. We're kind of ending the show right now. So um, that's why I agree. We- I, I agree with Jason and you do too. The hockey has been incredible. Yeah. If you if you like hockey, yeah, you know right. you got to like hockey. Mm-hmm. And most of us in the states never played hockey. You know, <laughs> yeah, exposed to it. So, mm-hmm. Jason uh, is is uh, I don't know if you're from upstate New York, but you live in upstate New York, and that's a more hockey uh, yeah. centric crowd for sure. Yeah, and- yeah, I was sitting watching today the Tampa Bay Florida game. Mm-hmm. And Sandy was sitting there and I said, can you believe in the state of Florida, hockey is as big as it is? In the state of Florida, you know those fans have never played hockey. Yeah. Very few of them, and they were going crazy in Tampa Bay today. And uh, did you ever think a Stanley Cup would be won in Florida? No, and it it may go back there again. Yeah. For the third straight time. Yeah. Uh, Dallas, Texas is another one. There's ice rinks all over Dallas, Texas, because of the hockey team that's there. Well, St. Louis, Missouri is a good example. I mean, it's it's the Midwest. It's more, I mean, it's the northern part of Missouri, <laughs> sort of, mid, at least the middle part of Missouri. But hockey's grown and grown and grown there. And they have, they, they, I, I had a buddy, uh, you remember Ted Hartzler used to come by the store, sporting goods rep. Yep. Big hockey guy. And he had a son that played hockey. And, the ice, the ice rinks, and there's several in St. Louis. Open at five o'clock in the morning, go to midnight every day, mm-hmm. and those kids are on that ice no matter what time they can get. Mm-hmm. And he would take his son to to practice at five o'clock in the morning. Mm-hmm. That's how big hockey is in St. Louis, and any place it is, you have your core set of fans, and I'm telling you, they're rabid, and and St. Louis is one of the the biggest. There is, because we don't have football. So we have the Cardinals and we have the Blues. And, and the Cardinals are number one, no doubt. But the Blues are a very, very close second in the city of St. Louis. Absolutely. Yeah, absolutely. Uh, Vicky says, as a friend uh, it lives in St. Louis, attended a hockey game at Vegas, so there's nothing like it. Put it on the list, oh. must-see sporting experiences. Got to go. Vicky, I'm so mad because, as you can tell, the, the playoffs are in the second round. Vegas has never missed the playoffs until this year. Yeah. So when we scheduled this wrestling uh, vacation, which is very odd that I just said that, but that's That's very odd. Yes. (laughs) It's weird. But anyway, my other thought was there's no doubt Vegas will be playing and we're going to go to a hockey game. And how fun would that be? No, they're not playing. Yeah. Uh, Jalen asks, uh, have you heard anything about Tabor or Messier? No update on them whatsoever. Jalen, if I had a guess, and again, a purely a guess, I, I don't know anything behind the scenes, what's going on with them. I would say you're not going to see them run until Bob Baffert is back. I, I bet think that's, that's true. mid-July, I think he gets back. Uh, and I think they'll gear him up for kind of a summer slash uh, fall campaign. Yeah. Um, Messier, that, that 
pace probably hurt him a lot in the Derby. I don't know how he came out of it. Taba needed time anyway. So I would say, I'd say it would be a while before we see them. Yeah. All right. That's it. We're done. You made me talk about Bennington. I'm so depressed about it. It's just the worst. It reminds me when Grant Fuhrer got beat when we had uh, Wayne Gretzky, or got beat, got hurt when we had Gretzky. How, how, how were they playing before he got hurt? Great. They were dominating the game. It was one to nothing. They were dominating. He got hurt, and that was it. Yeah. Hmm. Well, is what it is. It is what it is. That's right. Yeah. Starts in (laughs) Oilers Flames start in five minutes. It's already two to one. (laughs) Pretty good. All right, guys. Like I said, Vegas for me. Um, You will not see me uh, on this show uh, because it will not happen. The show will be next Monday. We'll be back. Ooh, next Monday's a holiday, huh? Who knows? We'll be back sometime. Um, you probably will not see me on Blinkers Off. I don't think I'll be on this week. I am tell going Magic, to... Tell Magic if he gets bored, he can get a hold of me. We'll do a show. Hey, you and Magic. I might tune into that. All right. Magic is going to be on Dude Who Bet Sports on Thursday. Um, and then Magic may be on Blinkers Off Thursday. I am going to record some videos that Magic can uh, put up on YouTube so the people don't don't miss me too much. So, <laughs> and by the way, if you uh, don't worry, I, there will be picks up on the site every day. I'm not I'm not taking a vacation, just a vacation from YouTube for a week. So, <laughs> uh, still be handicapping just like normals. Thank you, thank you very much. Yeah, Magic and Papa do that might get the ratings over the top. <laughs> he probably will say, "Are you kidding me? I got enough to do." Yep, I, I think no. Listen, I'm his boss. He has I'm, to do what I say. So. Yeah, but he's a busy guy, so don't. Yeah, and I never tell him what to do. So he just—I <laughs> don't have to. Magic does what it, he, he wants to do. That holler at him. We, we'll have fun. Okay, sounds good. All right, guys, we're gonna get off. Um, I got to go pack. So we'll see you guys next time. Uh, and stay tuned. We'll have an update on when the show's going to be. Thanks, everybody. Also, for the comments and for Thank you guys. In and you guys are great. Us. Yep. We really appreciate each and every one of you. Uh, we come on here to try to give everybody entertainment for an hour. And hopefully, and we're we end up that. getting entertained more, I think. That's I get true. entertained from the comments. Fantastic. That's right. Yeah. We truly, truly love each and every one of you. And uh, we're glad you're here. And we appreciate you. But we're going to get out of here. We've had enough of you. So <laughs> look at this. This veiled place. <laughs> I lift whomever I. Yeah, you elevate. Hmm. Just being on with Papa Dude elevates. Uh, your That's game. what all my students commented every day when they veiled left place. my room. When I let when they left the room. Hmm. We don't want to go. We want to stay. Look at this, <laughs> Rachel. Thank you, Rachel. You're saying bye. What the hell? God, I can't believe this. I gotta get out of here. I gotta, I gotta reevaluate my life. After these comments. What's going on? What's the matter with you people? I'm just kidding, obviously. All right, guys. We'll see you next time. Thanks, um, everybody. Papa dude. I guess we're gonna have to do a show. People are gonna get sad. So, do <laughs> you have any last uh, sign off for your fans, Papa dude? No, I just want to thank everybody for tuning in. I mean, we have a ball every time. I. This hour flies, however long we're on, flies by for me every time we do it. So, yeah. Thank you. Yeah. All right. Well. <laughs> oh, don't forget when you're in Vegas, okay. I'm sure you'll have time. Tune in some 
Lady Sooner Softball. <sighs> yeah, okay. Okay, we're going to leave now. All right, we'll see everybody next time. Have a good, good, good rest of your night, everybody. This has been a presentation of RacingDudes.com, your destination for all things horse racing and sports betting. Whether you want free winners, expert insider picks, up-to-the-minute trackside weather reports, or podcasts and videos for bettors of all skill levels, never make another wager without visiting the Racing Dudes first.